Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't Jesus wonderful? What's the Lord been teaching you? Anybody getting anything out of this? Hallelujah. Glory to God. We want to come in and prepare our hearts and our minds to receive. We yield ourselves up to you, Holy Spirit. Let's, now I'm going to say something that you're going to at first reject. Let's break the scriptures. Let's prove Jesus wrong. Jesus said, I told you he was going to reject it. Jesus said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own hometown among his own family. Not here, Lord. Maybe somewhere else. Stand up with me. Lift your hands up. Say, not here, Lord. Forgive us if we ever have, but not here, Lord. We want to receive all you have. All you have. Not just in this service, Lord. But in those that are yet to come. Because I believe other prophets will come up out of this body. Some of them might be in children's church. But when they speak under the anointing, we're going to have respect for what you're doing in our midst. Because it never was about us. Never was about Dale. Never was about Bob. It's about Jesus. And we receive you, Lord. We receive your gifts. We receive the office of the prophet. We receive the gift of prophecy. We receive the word of the Lord. We receive the voice of the Lord. We receive the word of knowledge. We receive the word of wisdom. We receive the discerning of spirits. We receive the gift of special faith. We receive the working of miracles. We receive the gifts of healings. We receive utterances in other tongues. We receive the interpretation of tongues. For these are the gifts of the Spirit. And we honor you, Holy Spirit. We honor you and your manifestations. Have your way. Do what you would do. We give you free reign. In Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Say none. None like him. None like him. For he still is Lord. Always will be. For he shall come and take us out of here one day. Not today. It's too early. 
There's work that needs done. And he has equipped me. He has equipped you to do the work he's called us to. He's anointed you. He's anointed me with the Holy Ghost and with power. And we shall go about and do good and heal all that are oppressed of the devil. We've got a name. That name's above every name. We have the Word, the Word of the Lord, and He sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. He sent His Word to me. So I will, always will, abide in the Word. The Word abides in me. So when I ask, I get. I always get. When I ask in faith, there's no limitation to my faith. I have a faith of God. So I declare, I decree, Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Oh, give Him praise! Now we're just going to take some time We're going to pray in tongues for a bit Because I have so much That the Lord has Given to me But I know that I only got a piece to deliver Because he told me He says Son the healers in the house this afternoon And I want to heal And raise up bring life into the lives of many that are in this congregation today. So I want to cooperate with him. I'm not here to work for him or for you. I'm here to cooperate with him and to do what he shows me to do. And I want you to put your receiver on. You understand what I mean by that? You get ready to receive. Also, knowing that the words that I woke up with, he says, there's many that are battle-weary. I thought, well, that's strange. I know you're all soldiers. You know, sometimes soldiers get tired. Sometimes they hit the wall. Sometimes things take place and happen, and they can get weary in their well-doing. I believe that the word of the Lord this morning is that He wants you whole, spirit, soul, and body. He wants you to preserve blameless unto His coming. So I believe if you are dealing with some oppression or depression, or if you're dealing with some fear, if you're dealing with some anxiety, if you're dealing with things within you that have been like a tormenting situation or spirit, or maybe it's a pain, infirmity, I believe God wants to bring wholeness into each and every life in this house today. Can you say amen? See, I want you to get in agreement with me according to what he showed me to do. I can't do what he shows you to do. I can only do what he shows me to do. So what I want you to understand is he wants you and I preserved blameless unto his coming. Well, we know soon, very soon, maybe in our lifespan here, 
that that eastern sky is going to crack, the Son of God's going to appear, the dead in Christ is going to rise, and we which are alive and remain are going to be caught up together with Him in the, in the air. And so shall we ever be. But understand, we're with Him right now. See, I want you to grasp that, Josh. He's with you right now. No matter what's taken place in you guys' lives, no matter what you've gone through, understand, today is a day for the breakthrough, for the openness of what God has for you. He wants to bring you into a place of freedom and liberty, into a place of joy like you've never experienced before. I mean, higher joy than you've ever known. The joy that you can look at famine and destruction and what the devil's doing and laugh in his face because God has made you two mighty, mighty, mighty warriors in this kingdom we call the kingdom of God. He's going to raise you up and the reflection of the glory of God is going to come upon you in higher ways, higher realms. As you walk worthy of Him, as you walk in the pleasing realm of faith in Him, and you understand exactly what I'm talking about. I know you do. Understand, you're going to go through doors door after door and as you go through there's going to be one door you're going to go through and all of a sudden everything's going to shift everything's going to change and you're going to know that you know without a shadow of a doubt why he put you on this planet because why he's going to raise you up to be a strong reckoning force against the works of the devil and understand the discerning of spirits is going to start operating in your life to a higher degree understand the gifts of healing the gift of working of miracles is going to start manifesting in your life understand that your hands are anointed when you lay your hands on the sick you're going to start seeing results quicker than you ever have before not that you haven't done those things but I want you to understand God's going to open up doors so that you can stand in the place of willingness of obedience and he can use you as the pipeline as the vessel for his power for his anointing for his goodness for his mercy but for his glory to be manifested because the presence of God is upon your life and it's going to increase as you press in when you press sin, understand, he's going to press you, and he's going to squeeze you, you understand me, I'm not, this isn't all sweet and peaches, what I'm saying is there's going to be a squeezing going on but what it is, is he is purifying vessels that will bring honor into the kingdom of God, and the pureness of the vessels in which you both carry and the two, you became one, and understand you are a force to be reckoned with do not under, under, underestimate the power that you have, when you come to into agreement with the will of God with the purposes of God, that power will destroy the works of the devil. That name that you've been given is still above every name. Don't underestimate the name of Jesus Christ. Don't underestimate the covenant that you have as one man and one woman connected together. And understand, when two become one, they set our hearts in agreement and hell has got to get out of the way because heaven's going to manifest. And I want to encourage you to. the The glory of God, I've watched it on your lives the whole week. And it's increasing. I, 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 a part of me wants to feel bad for the devil, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> All right, just just a heads up. Amen. So, back to you all. Battle weary. Many of my children have gone through. A season, and in some cases, seasons, of what we'll refer to as some hardships that maybe you don't have an understanding to. Maybe you don't, you weren't expecting that. You, you, you had your, your ship was headed in one place, and all of a sudden there was a bump in the road, and it threw you off course. 
I'm going to give you, if you want to sit down just for a minute, we're going to get back up. The Lord brings funny things to my remembrance. And a couple weeks back, I went to cut the grass and I jumped on a little green riding John Deere and uh, it didn't want to obey. I don't know if it was John or the deer. So I went and the battery was dead. I said, Lord, what's that have to do with today? He says, there's some dead batteries in the house. I want them jump started. Well, in that case, I'd probably, I put the jumpers on it. I, I pulled up and a little machine I have to charge the battery and it didn't work and it still wouldn't start. So I called my wife and she was working and on her way home from work, I said, honey, you need to pick me up a new battery. The Lord said, I'm going to replace some batteries in this house today. I stuck the new battery in and it started to crank. The battery was working, but it wasn't igniting. Now, I'm not a mechanic here, so if you are, you'll have to bear with me long. But it wouldn't, it wouldn't go. It wouldn't start. So I put a new fuel filter on it that I had one in my, my garage, and I thought, well, I'll just stick that little fuel filter on there. And, and then I squirted this stuff. We used to call it ether, I believe. It's just a spray you put in the carburetor, and a lot of times they'll take off. And I got it going for a little bit, so we got the new battery in it. We tried to jump start it, and then we had to end up putting a new battery in it. We put a fuel filter on it. And then we uh, shot the ether to it, and we got it rolling a little bit, and I had a job to do. I had to cut the grass. You understand, I had an assignment. Because if I didn't get the grass cut, it was going to get ahead of me, and I don't like things to get ahead of me. I like to keep up to date. How about you? So in the process of that, I, uh, I got it running enough, and then I thought, it's got some bad gas in it. Anyone here ever had some bad gas in you? You can take that the way you want to. Okay. But what I want you to understand is the gas in the tank evidently got watered down with something that compromised the ability of that gas to run that John Deere for me to get my job done, which was get the grass cut, which needed to be done. Now understand, what I did then when I seen I got some bad gas is I put some, uh, some <clears throat> product in there that was supposed to be called dry gas, and it was supposed to take care of the problem. And I got her started, and it wasn't running good. It wasn't running good at all, but it was running. And it would go for five, ten minutes, and then it'd want to stall out. So I'd, I'd kick back, and I'd, I'd stop the blades from running. Now I'm cutting the grass slowly, and I'm praying in the Holy Ghost as we're going through this whole situation. Don't ever underestimate the power of praying in tongues, all right? So I know this is practical. Some of you are probably really bored right now, but that's okay. But what I want you to understand is it would go for a season and then it'd, get, it'd start spitting and sputtering and then I'd have to shutter, pull everything back and let it warm back up. Well, this was a process and it takes me about two hours to cut my grass 
on a normal run, this was about a three-hour process, but by the end of my job, it was running like a champ. Now, it got a jump, got a new battery, got a new filter, got a gas change, got an overhaul. And then it had to have somebody to work it until it worked right. So I had to push it. Lord says, son, I want you to know that I'm going to start pushing some of my people into purposes and the destination. I'm going to take them by the hand, pull them off to the side, and allow them to hear my voice in a way that they've never heard before so that I can impart and give into them the things that they need so that the bad gas that they've picked up from the compromising spirits that have been teaching wrong doctrine is going to be removed and is going to be replaced by the pureness of the richness of the Word of the Lord. Because God's Word's going to go forth, it's not going to return void, it will accomplish that what He pleases, and it will prosper in the thing where until He sent it. God wants to send new, new, fresh word in your heart. Understand, it, 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 that doesn't mean that everything you know or everything you've been taught is wrong. But what I'm saying is there are some people in here that have, have, been, have been fed wrong. They've gotten a hold of some gas. What I'm talking about is what feeds you. Jesus said you cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You know that, and I do too. So, in other words, I've got to have the richness of the word of the Lord so that I have every ounce of faith that I need to accomplish the goal to hit the mark of the call, the high calling of God in Christ Jesus that He's called me to in the same way with you. I, I want you to understand the day is your day to get replenished, to get refilled. If you've gone through some things and your soul has been damaged, you understand what I'm talking about. You understand spirit, soul, and body. I'm certain you do. If you don't, you need to. But what I, what I want you to understand is you're a triune being. God wants you whole in every way. You understand, your spirit's born again. It's alive to God. If you're in Christ, old things passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Understand that you're fresh, you're alive. Your spirit is active in the kingdom of God because God, God is your Father. Jesus Christ paid the price to get you through. He didn't leave you comfortless. He gave you the Holy Ghost. He wants you to stay full of the Holy Spirit. But understand, the devil comes and he tries to get you into the soulish realm. He tries to get you into feelings. He tries to step you out of faith. And what, what you have to know and understand is he is a liar and he is never going to win in your case. Can you say amen? In other words, you have power, you have authority over all devils. In other words, you have the ability to put him under your feet where he belongs and that's exactly where he belongs. He does not, he is never to be your head. He's never to be beside you. He's no, The only place he belongs is under your feet, Christian. Can you say amen? How are you going to put him under there, you're going to take authority over him because all authority has been given unto God and God sent you and he gave you that authority. He's given you that name. He's given you the same spirit that raised him up from the dead so you're not without power. Hallelujah. So if you understand that, my brother and sister, you have the power of God to win the race every time. You have the power of God to put the devil to run in your life, to take authority over your goofy thinking at times and put that under the blood of Jesus and and be refueled by the pureness of the Word of God. Because my Bible says that you have the mind of Christ. And if you are peace speaking your own mind, you need to shut up. Boy, that was good preaching. I didn't, I didn't know they could tell you that in church, Pastor. Yeah, there's times I have to say, shut up, Bob. 
That's you. That's not the truth. How about you? Is there times in your life you have to say, you know what? I can't let that go out of my mouth again. God, forgive me. Forgive me. This is the rudder of my ship. My ship's going forward. It ain't going back. I'm the healed of the Lord. Every fiber of my being's healed. By the stripes that you bore on your back, I'm going to stand in divine health and healing. I have the mind of Christ. God did not give me a spirit of fear. How about you? He's given us love, power, and of a sound mind. How about you? Understand that you do not have to be weary and well-doing because why? You can shake weariness off. Can you say amen? In other words, if you need new parts here today, I want you to know heaven's full of them and He wants to distribute them. I want you to know if your heart's been crushed, if you've gone through some things, He's still the healer of the broken heart. I want you to know that He's the restorer of the paths to dwell in. He's, he's the one that can make a way in the wilderness. When it doesn't look like there's a way, He's the one that can open a door and make a way just for you because you're His children. In other words, He's for you. He's not against you. He's going to take you through. You, might, you do not have to come out smelling like smoke. Can you say amen? In other words, say, if you smell like smoke, then change your clothes and put back on the robe of righteousness. Amen? Because why? You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. In other words, you're not going to be one day. You are right now. So you've got to set your heart in mind because you are righteous and the righteous become bold as a lion. And if, yet if that's who you are, which you are, you can go boldly to the throne of grace, obtain mercy, and find grace to help in your time of need. Well, it might be your time, or it might be your neighbor's time, it might be your family's time, but I guarantee you, you can be the man and woman of God that can stand in the presence of God, call heaven bound into earth, take authority over the devil, and see the manifestations of the glory of God in the earth today. Can you say amen? See, I heard a good pe- preacher say, you know what, we're going to commit we're going to populate heaven and plunder hell. Amen? In other words, we're going to rip hell apart. How can you do that? Because Jesus said that the gates of hell will not prevail against you. Well, if they're not going to prevail against us, what are we doing letting them? I said, what are we doing as the church, as the body of Christ, as the greatest force on planet earth, what are we doing to let the devil take a Take his power and his authority and destroy what we know that God wants to build. Because why? Is there a greater one who lives inside of you or is there not? Is he the one who was, is, and is to come? Is he the one that will restore hope? Is he the one that will birth faith? Is he the one that has given you the Holy Spirit and the nine gifts of the Spirit? Is he the one that will raise you up in the darkest hour? Is he the one that said for you to rise and shine like a noonday sun in the midst of what looked like darkness? Is he the one that will place his glory upon you because the same glory that's on him is on you? In other words, say this with me. The glory of God is on my life. It's for divine purpose. Christ in me, he's the hope of glory. So that glory is going to manifest and destroy the works of the devil. God's glory, His presence, His power, His goodness, the way He manifests Himself in my life is going to put the devil to run. Greater is He that's in me than He that's in the world. I will not be defeated and I will not quit. I've been redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Oh, hallelujah. Go with me. Isaiah 60. Y'all okay? Amen. It's going to get better and better. It's going to get better and better. Huh. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 60, verse 1. We've been talking about the glory of God here for a few days in, in my session. Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for the light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon thee. You can keep going, John. Don't quit, please. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people, but the Lord will or shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the brightness, or the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thy eyes round about and see. They gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy son shall come from afar in the name of Jesus. And thy daughter shall be nursed at thy side. Thou shalt not, <coughs> thou shalt see and flow together. Thy heart shall fear and be enlarged. Get ready for the enlargement of your heart, even here this morning, this afternoon. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, and the forces or the wealth of the Gentiles shall come unto thee. Go back to verse 1. This word arise is a unique word. I know you know all exactly what it means, but I'm going to just give you some definition just so that you know what you have to do. To rise means to come forth, to break out, to come out, to appear, to rear up, to raise up again and against. To stir up, to establish, to strengthen, and to succeed. To arise, to become powerful, to come on the scene. See, it's time the body of Christ comes on the scene. <clears throat> Mr. Webster said in 1828, he says, It means to ascend, <clears throat> mount up, or move to a higher place. I know there's some folks in here today, there might only be a few, but there's a higher place in His presence that He wants to take you to. It's time that you rise up and say, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to be distracted another day. I'm not going to let the devil take me around the base of the mountain. I'm going to the mountaintop. Can you shout amen? I'm going to be willing. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to eat the good of the land. And it don't matter what anybody else thinks. Because why? God's for me. He's not against me. And he's given me the grace to do exactly what he's called me to do. And the same way with you. So if you look at this, he says, to ascend, to mount up, to move to a higher place, to emerge from below. Hallelujah. He's speaking to some of you. To begin, to spring up, to revive from death, to leave the grave. Oh, it's time to leave the grave, church. To begin to act with the messages we've been hearing in the evening sessions and throughout the day. Wow, if we're not being motivated to start acting and functioning, we're missing what God's saying. To begin to act, to exert power, to move from a, a state of inaction. 
to appear, to become known, to become visible, to be operative, to be put in motion, to emerge from poverty, depression, and distress. The word shine means to become light, to become bright, to give light, to be illuminated. The Amplified Bible tells you this. Arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine, be radiant with the glory of the Lord. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. He's talking to you, each and every one of you in Christ. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth and dense darkness all peoples. But the Lord shall arise upon you and His glory shall be seen upon you. Go with me to Isaiah chapter 53. Brian, I hope you're ready. That's your husband, right? I hope you're ready. When God told me, he says, the healing anointing is in the house. He says, you're going to ask Brian to pray for anyone that is dealing with a spirit of infirmity, sickness, pain. And then there's other ministers here that are going to pray for you. If you've been dealing with fear, anxiety, depression, or oppression, there's nothing. You understand me. We all go through battles. But this is a day for you to get set free, for you to get your battery jumped. You understand me? They got some jumper cables. It's called laying hands on you. In other words, what I want you to understand is God wants to bring some impartation. I believe there's going to be some new batteries placed in some of your in your lives. In other words, it's going to get charged up to where it's like you become as another man and woman. You are never the same. In other words, a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit, a fresh anointing. In other words, God wants to anoint your eyes today, your ears today, your hearts to perceive exactly what he wants to do in the earth, in your life, and through your life, more and more each and every day. This is a great day of the increase in the body of Christ, because why? It's harvest season. God wants to bring the harvest in, and it's up to each and every one of us to do our part. I can't do your part, you can't do mine, but together we can do this and we can get her done. Can you shout amen? In other words, there, there, is, there is a hell that we do not want people to go to. Nobody, even your enemy. I heard a great preacher say that yesterday. I thought, that's right. I don't want anyone going there. And you and I have the anointing of God. You and I have what it takes. You and I have the richness of the Word of God. You and I have the Spirit of God to minister life, to take authority over the spirit of death and release the spirit of life in Christ Jesus and the lives of people. Don't underestimate what you have, my brother and sister. Do not underestimate. Do you have Isaiah 53? I don't. Y'all okay? Y'all ready to receive? 
breaking in a new Bible, I was so blessed. The anointed man of God sent me this in the mail. I like to smell it. I said, oh, it smells good, Pastor. Oh, I thank God for the Word of God. How about you? Verse 1, Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? He shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and out of the root, out of the dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected a man, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as if it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. And in verse 4, I know you all know these scriptures, but we're just going to read them anyhow. Because faith didn't come to you by having heard. Surely he hath bore our griefs, carried our sorrows. This is King James. I'm not certain you, what version you have up there. Carried our sorrows, and we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes. What's this say? Now this is Old Testament. This is a prophetic utterance coming from the prophet Isaiah. And you know 1 Peter 2.24, you know in Matthew chapter 8, you know there was a fulfillment, you know that he took the stripes on his back, that there was 39 stripes laced upon him, and those were for your healing and mine. You know as well as I do that God wants you whole. He wants you well. He don't want you broken. He don't want you shipwrecked. He don't want you devastated. He don't want you oppressed or depressed. He don't want you full of anxiety and fear and stressed out. He don't want you focused on anything else other than the purposes and the will of God. He wants you to know that He's going to give you the grace that you need to succeed. He wants you to prosper, to be in health as your souls prosper. He wants you to be the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. He wants you blessed coming in and going out. He wants you to understand that all spiritual blessings have been given to you in heavenly places. And He's saying, move on up and start living with me in the heavenly realm so that you can walk in the glory of God and manifest by the, mer the mercy of God and be the, the caregiver that will bring mercy and grace to people and what the distributing of that is going to cause the glory of God to be manifested and when his presence shows up everything changes healing manifests, so lives are changed, marriages are restored people's minds come back into, into sanity, can you say amen fear has to go depression has to go, all the works of the devil has to go because he has no place in the kingdom and lest I knew the kingdom of God is within us, hallelujah he bore our griefs that means your anxiety, your calamity, your disease, and your sickness. He carried our sorrows. That means your anguish, your affliction, your pain, and your sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. That means you revolted, you rebelled, your transgression, or your sin. 
He was bruised for our iniquities. That means our moral evil, our fault, our mischief, or our sin. The chastisement of our peace was upon Him. In other words, He paid the price for you to live in peace. That means your welfare, your well-being, your shalom, your health, your prosperity, your, your safety. And with His stripes, you were healed. That means you were cured. That means you were made whole. You were mended, transformed, and made whole. Now go with me and I'll close here before we minister to you. I don't, listen, if you're dealing with things that nobody knows about, I don't want you to ever be embarrassed because we're family here. We need you sharp, strong, alert, and active in this kingdom we call the kingdom of God. We need you standing strong in the Lord and the power of His might. We need you to understand that any weapon that's been ever formed against you cannot prosper from this night on. We need you to understand that He has created you for greatness. That He has, he has anointed you with strength. God, the Holy Spirit, wants to strengthen you in your innermost being by His Spirit. He wants to bring you into a place of wholeness, of well-being, of soundness and peace of mind. He wants you to bring you into a place where, you know what? You can speak to your body and say, you know what, body? The days of hurting and pain are over because I'm taking authority over you and you will not live in this temple. This is the temple of the Holy Ghost and the temple of the Holy Ghost is being quickened by the power of the Holy Ghost. So in other words, every fiber of my being is receiving healing right now. Can you say amen? First Thessalonians Oh, this is so good. See that none, verse 15, see that none render evil for evil unto any man, but rather follow that which is good, both among yourselves and to all men. Rejoice when you feel like it. It didn't say that, did it? Rejoice forevermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Quench not the Spirit, despise not prophesying, prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and, say and, the very God of peace sanctify you, holy, I pray God, now this is my prayer for you right now in the name of Jesus, each and every one of you. That your whole spirit, your soul, and your body be preserved blameless under the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful, say faithful, is He that called me who also will fulfill His calling in me.
Brian, I'll ask you to come up here. Pat, I'll ask you to come up here. I'm going to ask you here if you have been one that has become battle weary and you've gone through some things and the weariness has actually affected your soul, your emotions, your well-being or in some cases maybe it has brought pain sickness, infirmity to you. That you don't know what happened. In some cases, what I've seen, I've seen this morning, the people shaking their head, I don't know how this happened. God wants to bring wholeness into you and He wants to jump your batteries. In some cases, He wants to place a whole new battery in your life. And he wants to fill you so full of the Holy Spirit that you've never, maybe, never experienced that before. He wants to restore your life into wholeness. So if that's you, if that's a marriage here, no matter who that is, I want you to, don't underestimate what God wants to do. I'm going to invite you to this altar. These gentlemen are going to pray for you. The power of God's going to go into you and God's going to do what He showed me He's going to do. And if too many folks come up here, we'll get some more ministers to pray for you. But right now, that's, those, these are the two men God showed me. And I believe the anointing of God's going to break the yoke, remove the burden, and set the captive free. I believe God's going to bring some restoration into your life, bring some wholeness, bring some peace of mind, take out some anxiety, Remove some stress. See the fear that maybe has been tormenting you disappear. See health and healing and a cure be manifested. Because why? We believe in the laying on of hands. We believe in the prayer of faith. We believe that God does what His Word says He'll do. And I know, and you know as well as I do, that He's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. What He did throughout Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, He'll do right here today on this floor for you. Because why? God's still in love with you. He wants you whole. He wants you well. He wants you strong and fit so that you can run the race, hit the mark, and establish that what He has anointed you to do. Do not underestimate your purpose in the kingdom of God. Each and every one of us is needed. We we all have a part in this to play and we have to do our part because why? We're closer than any generation has ever been to what we call the last days. This is still harvest time and we need harvesters in the field. We need missionaries sent into nations. We need men and women. We need prophets to be raised up. We need evangelists to be raised up. We need pastors to be equipped and raised up in this day and this hour. There's many more churches to be planted. Can you say amen? In other words, there's a world out there dying and going to hell and if we we don't get our act together, if we don't rise and shine and do the work of the gospel, it is not going to happen because if we're going to wait for another generation to rise up, we're missing the mark. God said, this is the generation. If you're here today, you're the hand of the Lord is upon you and He wants to bring you up. He wants to equip you. He wants to show you His goodness and mercy and He wants to fill you with the Spirit of God so that you will never be the same again today. Can you say amen? If that's you, come to this altar. Come to this altar. Don't hold back.
you just minister, brother. You understand me? You got total freedom to minister to these people. Same way with you, Pat. You just, just obey God. Just bless these people, strengthen these people, heal these people, restore these people. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brian, come up here. I need you. Kevin, Kevin, come up here. Start praying for people. Start praying for people. If you're, if you're here, I want you to start praying in the Spirit. Okay, if this isn't something that you're needing today, on, on the behalf of our brothers and sisters here, I want you to just start praying in the Spirit. Just start worshiping the Lord with us. Let the power and presence of the Holy Spirit, let the glory of God fill these temples. Let God bring them into newness, into freshness. Let the fresh anointing rest upon them. Let the strength of the Almighty come back upon their lives. Let the refreshing presence of the Holy Spirit fill and flood them. Let the restoration power of the Lord Jesus Christ bring restoration and wholeness to each and every one. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 The other armada ministers that are here, I want you to obey the Lord. Jay, I know that you're one of them. Just come up and start ministering to people if you don't mind. Sid and Bill and Apostle Dale, no pressure. I just want you guys to do what the Lord shows you to do. Yes, yes, yes. Karen, what are you doing sitting there, I guess? Come on. There's lunch to be served. We want these people healthy so they can digest their food. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ale boshidi di ala mahanda di ala baba badi osaboto. Ala mashidi di ala mahanda di ala mashidi di ala kataniya siti. Weariness, you go! You go! You go! You go! Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing. Lord, we thank you for your holy anointing. Saturating, restoring, building up. Resurrection life, hallelujah. Spirit of life manifest in every life here. Restore, resurrect, strength, strength from the Almighty God, hallelujah. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, lava shiri di elamahanda di elamakatani kasidi. Oh, basso. Oh, basso bababate. Oh, rabababroso bavoriasidi di osoboto. Kelly, Kelly Burroughs and my wife, will you please come up here and pray for some of these ladies? Please. Nishika mahanda di elabashidi di olabosolo. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Right in here, right in here. Oh, Rabashi Leanda di Alamasi, Elias Shalamatela Salanto, Ekeliala di Alasaleana di Alamandelia Soloto, Ola Tela Sandolo Lassi, Erala di Alamashalamandaloso. Eliala di Elamashidi di Elamama Babadialanto Maselita Lara de Loso Mare di Elamashidi di Elamama Babadialante Ilia Sande de la Soto Liara di Elate Ilia Shalande di Asi I call you out of hurt and pain, out of rejection. Ah, that spirit of rejection that has tried to try to push you down. I break its power. Jesus' name. Spirit of life, you manifest in these lives. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wholeness, wellness, strength, peace, joy. Oh, let the joy of God come back. Joy. Oh, joy. Oh, release that joy, Lord. Release it. Oh, receive it. Oh, Mushika Mahai Yamakana Doso. Rande Shoboto Sopa. Netilito Tolomashidi. E Rabashidi Dioso. Maridiasi. Oh, 
Ileana Nialama Siliana Nialando Ileata Shotoniasi Ileana Dialama Mamamamanendo Ileana Dialama Mamamamanialando Iseliana Dialato Yanade Lande Iliana Diala Mamamania Lanto Ishalade La Tuliana Nelando No Solanto Yana de Lande Isalamate Lucy Niela Teliana Nelasho Ready the Alakai Helosi Ready the Alamasholosi Eliana Niela Mamamamanela Solo O Lara de los Solomate Eliana Diosoliana Nelande Yeshalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal
This is the best season you've ever been in. You're not going to miss your season. You're not going to miss your season. He is filling, He's flooding, even some of you sitting in these chairs today. God is touching your hearts. There's a stirring going on. I see that stirring going on. There's gifts being released right now. There's going to be vision. There's going to be dream. There's going to be prophetic words that are going to come to you even in the next three months that are going to change, that are going to change the way you've thought in the past is going to put you into a place, a purpose, a destination of where you're headed. God's going to show you. Many young people in this room today are going to start knowing why they're on the planet. They're going to know why their feet are here, why they're in the family they're in, why they're in the church they're in, why they're underneath the pastor they're under. And God's going to raise them up in this day, in this hour. They're going to be a force to be reckoned with. The Spirit of God's going to come upon this younger generation like no generation has ever had or seen before. God's going to raise up young people to be a voice in many unusual places. In the educational realm is going to be invaded by the Spirit of God. Even in these next three years, we're going to see things take place that are just going to people are going to shake their head and say, how'd that happen? That kid's only seven years old. It don't matter how old they are. It matters who is a spirit that they're filled with and they are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost and the power of God's going to flow and things are going to start start changing in this life upon your life and in this region say it the spirit of God hallelujah know this young lady good I want you to put your hands right on her forehead and pray in the Holy Ghost if God gives you a word for her I want you to tell her what it is all right if he don't just don't say nothing just pray in the spirit God's doing a special work in her oh wow 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 Terry and Sharon, would you put your hands on this little girl's belly while he prays over her? Oh, There's a birthing, a birthing that's going to come forth. There are things that she's going to birth out by the Spirit. They're going to start manifesting. She's going to come into experiences in the kingdom of God, in the Spirit of God. The, the other, maybe some won't understand what she's going through, but she, I'm telling you, there's a special anointing upon this child of God. I pray a hedge of protection round about her. I thank you, Father, for your angelic host around about her. I thank you, Father God, for protection. I thank you, Lord, you putting the right place, right people in the right places around her life, that her hands will be lifted up, that she would be, she would, she would stand in that in that 
place, uh, in that place in your spirit and not underestimate what you want to do through her vessel, through the, the anointing that she will carry, through the mouth that she will be able to speak out and declare and decree the things that need to take place. Father, I give you praise for that anointing upon her life. I give you praise right now for a fresh anointing, a fresh fire in the name of Jesus Christ. I give you praise right now. I break the plans of the devil, his strategies, the things that he's tried to trip her up in the past, even, even things, the way he's tried to maneuver and come into her life. I break its power right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, let a cocoon of your presence come upon her. Let the strength of the Almighty come upon her. Let the grace of God be increased upon her life. Let her come into a place of maturity in the Spirit in a quick way. And Lord God, never to be prideful, never to be arrogant, but to be humble and to live in a place of humility in your presence so that you can use her as a vessel to bring honor into the kingdom of God. And Father, I bless you for this child of God in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we're so blessed to even have the chance to see and participate in how you minister to your people. We so thank you that you would use us, flow through us. Bless you and honor you, Lord. In a minute, I'll close. And when we do, I've got a little exercise for us. We have the meal at five, but I'd like you to do something special. The Bible says as believers, we ought to encourage one another, right? So what I'd like you to do is everybody you meet and fellowship with, I want you to find something that you see in them and recognize it and encourage them. You know, I mean, even if it's I see that you're an overcomer and took a double portion. I encourage you in that which I see. You know, let's encourage one another. There's something good in everybody. Amen. Somebody actually said to Billy Graham one time, you're so positive, you, you probably see something, something good in the devil. Billy Graham thought for a minute and said, well, he is persistent. <laughs> You, you can encourage anybody. Amen. Are y'all game for my little exercise? It, I think it'll open up some good conversations. We've got about uh, 20 minutes. So here, uh, when I say, we'll pray for the food. You can all fellowship and do respect those that are down there preparing. They'll open the doors at 5. And be sure and thank the folks that are cooking and serving. Amen. What a, what a joy. What is it? 130-some meals every night. What a blessing. Amen. So, Lord, we just lift up the, the meal we're about to, to participate in, and we thank you for it. We thank you, Lord, for those hands that have prepared it and all the effort and the work that's gone into it. Lord, bless it. And, and Lord, as my wife taught me to pray, Lord, fill our mouth with good things so our youth is renewed like the eagles. We bless you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.